Welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by stoner chicks. I'm Phoebe Richards. And I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Kayla Teal. And I'm Grace Penzel. And we're here today to have fun with you. <laughs> we're here to have fun. Yeehaw! Yeehaw, <laughs> indeed. Uh, Yeehaw, indeed, Stephanie. Where are you at? I'm in Montana. I was going to say Montucky, but I don't know if that's a real place. I just know that's a beer. <laughs> Montucky. Montucky. It's a good, pretty, pretty good beer. Yeah, pretty yeah. good beer. cold snack. Good yeah. A cold snack. Like a little cold snack. Uh, I am in western Montana, broadcasting from my great-grandfather's Willard's cabin. It's over 100 years old. Wow. Um, Damn. It was built with his bare hands. And uh, it's been amazing. I have only gone into town once. So I've just been, I have an inflatable sprinkled donut. And, oh, that's the other thing. I bought this little wacky pipe at um, the $50,000 Silver Casino, which has this crazy gift shop. And they sold this little silicone avocado pipe. I'll show you guys here. The listeners can't see it. But I'll, I'll post a picture of me and the donut smoking out of it. So cute. It's really cute. Um, and so I bought that and that was my little Montana souvenir. That's a good souvenir. <laughs> it's a very cute pipe. Just a little avocado baby. A little, ava- a little avocado. And I think I'm going to name it Avocado. <laughs> Instead of avocado. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Avocado. No, avocado. Or you say avocado do. I say avocado don't. <laughs> Let's all eat guacamole. <laughs> oh, we should make like a children's songs album. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Stoner <laughs> chicks sing to your children, <laughs> and it, and it's all just like this donut looks like it has some poop on it. <laughs> no, they be don't about lick weed. the frosting because I think it's poop. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I just said those things. Cut all of that out. Never. <laughs> no. Please. Oh, God. In fact, I'm just going to have that loop the entire episode is oh, you saying no. that. I, w- I wrote a song for my niece today because she doesn't like her hands being wet, and but we were throwing rocks into the water, so her hands obviously got wet. And so I just wrote her a song today for kids, and it was drawing every finger off, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's all song. very good. It's a, that was it. Do you but repeat? I would repeat it. I'd yeah, repeat it, af- it as I did every finger. I'm ready to learn something. You're ready to learn something? Well, I'm ready to fucking tell you something. Fuck yeah. It's t- because, yeah, fuck yeah, because it's fucking time for Stoner of the Week. All right, so I'm really excited about this uh, first part, which is an update on Blazed Beginnings, my previous Viking segment in which I casually lamented that I could not do research very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got a fantastic, lovely, wonderful email um, from friend of the podcast, Ross. I don't uh, know Ross personally, but uh, we love Ross here. 
We love Ross. I mean, we did before, but now. Um, so he is a graduate researcher at the Oregon Institute of Marine Biology, and he is better at researching and helpfully sent me actual primary evidence, basically Ooh. from the University of Oslo Museum of Cultural History website. They have a complete list of the grave goods that were found in the ship. Ooh. So they've got their whole ship exhibits, and then they have this long list, and on the list is a pouch of cannabis. So there you go proof hell yeah thank you ross um yes thank you ross there's also a really interesting article uh that he sent that's from the european journal of archaeology which is basically just a summary of the history of the osberg viking burial i think i forgot to mention in the last segment that this was a ninth century burial so um, really, really old. Um, they have pictures in this article, and we can link it somewhere, where the teeth of the women were intact. They're just, like, really old teeth. Wow. He also sent me another article that talks about how in northern Newfoundland, there's a confirmed site of European presence, the only one confirmed before 1492, but it's Vikings, and it's the site called Lonzo Meadow, and they did analysis on the peat bog there in 2018 and found evidence of hops and or cannabis pollen. And like Ross said, it's not totally sure that that's, it has anything to do with actually growing cannabis, but um, there is some evidence of Viking pollen, perhaps. Yes. So those are the main updates. And thank you so much, Ross. I really appreciated your email. If we ever talk about anything and you end up doing more digging and want to give us something to say or an update, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So that's an update on that. I want to say one thing because yes. I have not stopped thinking about the woman that was buried with the seer in that burial site. We were talking about like how that she was probably a human sacrifice or something like that. And then I just remembered like Viking culture. And if she was a human sacrifice, she probably chose to be a human sacrifice. And it was like this big badge of honor for her. And because she had a blow to the skull, it was probably a fight to the death. Like two people volunteered to sacrifice themselves in honor of the seer moving to Val into Valhalla. And because she was like in her 50s, she was really tall. I think she was probably a warrior that wanted to get into Valhalla. And this is that's the only way if you're a warrior is to die in battle unless you sacrifice yourself in a manner like this. So she was probably, I don't know, died exactly how she chose to die in that moment. Yes. I mean, there it is. Kayla just said it. Um, we this solved it all. Is well, that's that's the thing, uh, really. For every episode of Blaze Beginnings, we are going to give whatever scant uh, evidence we have, and Kayla will fill in the rest, and then that's canon. So sorry, <laughs> sorry, si sorry, science community, sorry, archaeologists, you just heard it. No, no need to look any further. Yeah, in you fact, may, you Ross, are relieved yeah. from your job, Ross. If you're listening, add it, add it to the books. <laughs> <laughs> Quote me on that. Add it to the books. <laughs> 
<laughs> All my knowledge is based off of narrative stories of Vikings. <laughs> so, yes. So if we were to write a book or a movie about this burial site, that's what we would do. And with that, I'd like to move on to the second part of Stoner of the Week, um, which is Honorary Stoner of the Week, Shakari Richardson. So I do want to say up top, um, Shakari Richardson is a 21-year-old track and field runner who is the sixth fastest woman in the world. She won the 100-meter qualifiers for the Tokyo Olympics back in uh late june and unfortunately tested positive for thc after that and had been banned for three weeks by the international olympic committee which would have been up on july 27th we're recording this on the 29th of july but she didn't get selected for the relay which she wouldn't have missed so I, I wanted to bring her up, um, not saying that she's a stoner, but just I think generally we like to talk about women who consume cannabis for whatever reason. And especially with a spotlight right now on the importance of mental health for Olympic athletes and especially women of color who are Olympic athletes, um, Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka and Shahiri Richardson kind of coming out and saying, like, this is how I cope. I just wanted to give this a little bit of attention. Yes. yes. So Shikari, uh, it was born in Dallas. She ran in high school and broke a bunch of uh, records run sprinting. She then went on to run at Louisiana State University and then eventually uh, decided to go pro and has sponsorship from Nike. A little bit of sort of what happened leading up to the Olympic qualifiers was about a week before that, her biological mother died and she found out that that happened during a press interview, a reporter gave her that information. So, what? yes. Mm -hmm. So, and then a week later, she ran, like, very, very fast. It was um, 10.78 seconds for a 100-meter dash. And, yeah, and placed first. Um, she's also currently the fastest woman in the United States, <laughs> widely regarded. Um, so there's an interview of her on the track after she ran that qualifying thing. And, um, when she crossed the finish line, she went up into the stands and hugged her grandmother and hugged her family. And the reporter was asking her, like, we just saw that your family is so important to you. And she was like, well, I go through so much, you know, I learned that my mo biological mother died last week. Um, and my family and my coach are the only ones that know what I go through in my personal life. Like you see me running fast, but this is me. Um, and so she was so proud. And um, she said at the beginning of that interview, I am an Olympian, no matter what is said. So she, and she is, and that's, that's how I very much feel. Absolutely. Um, so she tested positive for THC 
And then she did a interview with Good Morning America. So after she tested positive, she had tweeted, I am human. And then she went on Good Morning America and gave an interview. And just a couple things she said that were so gracious was, one, that she doesn't fault that reporter at all, that he was just doing his job, which is, like, so charitable. Um, She said that when she's out there running, she has to put on a performance. She says, I have to put on a performance for my dream. And so in order to like cope and to show up for that, she has to deal with her emotions. And in that moment, she turned to weed. And she, you know, said that she regretted it. She knew what the rules were and she broke them. Um, But to remind all of her fans and her family and her haters that uh, she's human and she couldn't hide herself. She tried to hide her feelings. I'm rambling at this point, but she's fantastic, essentially. And Nike did not drop her sponsorship. Yes. They came out and said they supported her. Based on just everything you've said and the things that I've read, um, it's not just... I feel like women's sports, especially in the last year, have been, and women athletes in general, um, it's, I think we're finally kind of looking at that they're under different types of scrutiny than Mm -hmm. male athletes are. But uh, a lot of women this Olympics have Mm -hmm. been, like, I feel super just uh, mistreated and and, um, especially by like pseudo commentary people like just mm-hmm. random people on the internet just i don't know yeah <laughs> but i love her and i support her 100 percent. i don't think she needs to justify shit yeah totally i mean she's so incredibly smart and one of the things that she was saying over and or not over and over but one of the things one of the things that she was saying was you'll never see me using steroids or using any performance enhancement thing. And even the interviewer on Good Morning America acknowledged, like, where you were smoking weed, it was legal because she smoked in Oregon. There, The history of cannabis being a banned substance by the World Anti-Doping Agency, um, which was only founded in 1999, they put it on in 2004 as a as a performance enhancing substance that's off there. A 2011 Journal of Sports Medicine study said that it would be performance enhancing because it reduces anxiety <laughs> and you would be able to better perform under pressure. But then other scientists have come out and been like physiologically speaking it like reduces your effectiveness running absolutely (laughs) absolutely i was an athlete and i was a runner i wasn't a um a sprinter but i was a mid-distance runner and there would no no way i thought weed would make performance in hand no no (laughs) yeah no i'm sorry no (laughs) no i'm sorry no um i did listen to 
an episode of Great Moments in Weed History today where they talked to Ross Labagliotti, who won the first ever gold medal in snowboarding in 98, and he had tested for positive, positive for THC, and they tried to take his medal, but he appealed it and got to keep his medal. So that was 98, and the World Anti-Doping Agency was formed in 1999. Oh, man. So that... That's kind of the difference of, like, he got to keep his medal. And then, as we all remember, in 2009, Michael Phelps got caught smoking bong, and he got smoking a three-month bong. ban. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a three-month ban from, uh, you know, competing. But now he's out of the pool and into the booth, so he's announcing at the Olympics now. So I'm hoping that between Nike supporting her and people making a big stink about it and just generally what's happening with cannabis that this isn't going to be a problem in the future and that this isn't going to be a problem for Shakari Richardson's career because I want to see her run for years and years and years to come. Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. I mean, stoners have not been quiet on this one. They have gotten a lot of shit. A lot of people not watching the Olympics for this reason. I think in in the next five years, weed will be taken off that list. But I don't know, because it's a worldwide <laughs> event. I don't know what... I mean, who fucking knows? We'll see. It's bullshit. Let's just say that. Capital B, capital S. And with that, let's take a toke break. Well, welcome back to Stoner Chicks. <laughs> That's right. That's the sound of love in your lungs, making you feel so good. Love in your lungs, doing it like you should. Well, you know, guys, uh, Grace, you got lovely feedback from your Viking uh, episode. You got lovely feedback from Ross. You know, I actually Mm -hmm. got great feedback that went into my high thoughts folder but i don't think it's a high thought i think this needs to be its own segment and it's an, and maybe we'll do it multiple times we'll see but we had a uh, a listener a friend of the podcast as well um i think it was episode 15 i just re-listened to it on my drive to montana where we mentioned listening to classical music high and we have a friend of the podcast cody who emailed us some great recommendations of classical music to listen to while high. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is sort of a new segment. That's right, Phoebe. This is a new segment I've called Let's Get Beethoven. And so this email comes from friend of the pod and listener Cody. And he goes, Dear Stoner Chicks, in one of the last few episodes, someone, I can't remember who exactly, I think I just listened to it, it was Grace or Kayla, but um, asked about classical music recommendations for getting high. Boy, howdy, have I never felt so perfectly prepared for this question. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Cody. He goes, Number one for me is The Planets by Gustav Holst. It's a suite of seven movements, each associated with a planet of the solar system approximately 40 to 50 minutes long even if you've never heard it before you've definitely seen movies where the score has been influenced by the suite darth vader's march for instance totally inspired by the mars 
version of Mars segment of the song, the whole thing has a lot of different moods and towards the end, a lot of just quote spaced out music, very yeah. trippy for 1917. I'm going to stop there. He um, goes on to mention some other songs, but I wanted to cue up what I thought was when I listened to all of it and they're all amazing. Like it starts off, you thought you would, he would you'd think you'd start off in, not chronological order, but I mean closest to the sun. I don't know what you'd call that. But you'd think he'd start with Mercury, but he starts with Mars, which is the god of war. And so it's this really intense beginning. My favorite, one of my favorites, I w- it was hard for me to choose which planet I wanted to display for you guys. So mm-hmm. um, I I'm think... I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. I'm so glad so, I just got ripped on my bong. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to start with um, the planet... Jupiter. Good choice. Um, this is my favorite. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just shouted. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can get this loaded. I'm dealing with some technical stuff because I am in Montana. Um, everything We're the bison wor- Rome. <laughs> We're the bison Rome. Everything was working great. Um, until the bison roll right until now but i've queued up the jupiter section That was the beginning of the Jupiter piece. It's exciting. Um, well, I was getting really into it, man. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna have to listen to this later. It's awesome. You should get in your hammock, put in your headphones, and just oh. like kind of and it and it goes through. There's I was reading up on. It took him three years to co- write and compose this song, Gustav Holst, and I think I'm saying that right. He was inspired by the horoscopes and stuff like that, as well as the planets and what it incorporate all of that. And that's um, awesome. It's really cool. But in discussing this whole segment of getting Beethoven, um, you guys were referencing some songs that you loved listening to high that were classical music. And I am an uncultured swine. So, but I'm going to go into Phoebe's song that I really liked. That's me. Yeah. And it's, you chose um, Bach, you know, actually the cello suite in G major. (laughs) That's what it's called, you know, actually the cello suite. Yes. And I think, as you listen, this is the beginning of the song. It's amazing. Amazing. Amazing choice. So Phoebe. good. You can listen to that um all all night long. <laughs> <laughs> all night, just in a loop. In a loop. All night. All night I, long. I, I was one I would listen to when I was young and 
and then again when I smoked weed. But when I was even younger than that, I was really, I don't know why, as a kid, I latched on to that. I was a latchkey kid. And mm-hmm. so when, when I was home alone in the afternoon after school, I would, like, dress up and, like, get, be very dramatic and have, like, whole narratives going. <laughs> and there was this big, like, dining room table, and I'd clear it off and, like, slide across it a lot. And I just, there were certain songs I would just be blasting and, like, just, like, feeling. Mm. I was, like, eight. I was... And that oh, was yeah. one of the ones I remember. And then when I was like 18, I think, this movie called You Can Count On Me came out. And I, at, the, at the time, I mean, I still think the movie's really good. But when I first saw it, it like blew my mind and made me write a script. But it uses that song. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that song. And then I would listen to it and smoke weed. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That was you got cool. to appreciate it on a whole new level. No, listening to the planets, I was listening to actually with my family and uh, like my aunts, and I was, I was stoned, like like doing puzzles with them. We were playing a puzzle on the beach, and oh. it was awesome. And we were getting into the all the every time it would move into a different planet, it would be a different energy. And every time we placed a piece, it would be like really dramatic when we got a puzzle piece, um, you know, <laughs> that <sounds fun>. connected <laughs> to the music. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we will put links to all this, and we want to hear what you think of the music, too. Yeah, maybe we'll get into classical music. Yeah, and if you guys have classical music suggestions, um, please send them our way um, uh, to stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. And you can say, Dear Baked Toven. Dear Baked Toven. Play it again, Baked Toven. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Stoner Chicks. Fuck yeah. The podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. Fuck yeah. Find us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram, Stoner Chicks Podcast on Facebook, Broccoli Broads on TikTok, Stoner Chicks Pod on Twitter, and email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find signups for an email list at stonerchickspodcast.com. We love you a lot, and we hope that you go get just blaze up, okay, everybody? Um, and <laughs> get as blazed as Grace is right now. <laughs> I want that for everyone. Yeah. Get as, get as baked as I am, and. Um, uh, Kayla, what do stoner chicks always say? It was like, Uranus, that was the trippiest for me, man. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Love you. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcasts at gmail. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast.